0: Boats. Did you guys take a sand boat back from the last place, or did you walk? You I flew. think we walked? Did we fly? we fly? <laughs> yeah, I think rest? we
1: walked and flew. I think we flew yeah. as far as we could, and then we walked the rest of the way. How did yeah, we okay. fly again? Uh, with the fly spell, it has a fly spell. Yeah, it
0: drills a drills a magic warlock who gets his magical powers from an unknown being called the darkness, the darkness within. within. He's known, okay?
1: Come join the cult today. It's not a cult.
2: That's just what a cult member would say.
0: The blazing sun in the Lopetian desert lies the proud city of Mont The hard-working denizens of this mercantile capital live honest lives, but when the sun goes down, there is another face to this metropolis. The zookeeper is the head of a vast criminal network that controls trade just out of view of the law. This is the story of three aspiring members of that thieves' guild. Mystery Tour is a 5th edition D&D actual play podcast about a band of bards out on tour. But today we're playing Burglar Mystery Tour, an actual play podcast about a band of thieves robbing fools. My name's Brayton, and I'll be your DM.
2: Hi, I'm Emily, and I'm playing Jaxo Gix. He is a kobold. He's an ex-pirate. He's got orange scales and a yellow belly, but that doesn't mean he's scared and nothing. And he's a little guy, like like three feet tall, and he's got a sick tattoo. And it does magical things if he touches it, I think, but I can't remember, so we'll
1: find out. Hey there, Hap here, the most handsome, charming, and talented thief of the bunch, being played by Nora. Hap is a mark of finding human with a secret past, a penchant for houseplants, and a startling aversion to other people. His blonde hair, blue eyes, and strange accent tend to make him stand out in the crowd.
0: And I'm Ed, and I'm playing Drell Griefstroke, a human warlock who follows the patron, the darkness within. He likes things that are dark, and he's angry. Last time on Burglar Mystery Tour, the gang met the contestants participating in the Twilight Race and set off to make their heist disguised as a ship in the race. We join them as they search for the location of the prized power cores just after dropping off the statue at the Dwarven checkpoint. This is Burglar Mystery Tour. Now this is the part where the heist is going to get important. So you were about a half a mile in and you know that there's about a mile and a tenth more and then there's going to be a door on the left that you're going to be looking for and that's where you're going to go in for the Skalarin power cores. All right, so you guys know from the part of the briefing that Griggs gave you that wasn't in the podcast, the caves start to split at this end. There are a bunch of forks, and it's kind of like a web network. And you know that the race route is to always take the right turn at every fork. But where you want to go to find the and power cores is going to be to take the first two lefts.
2: Okay, so every time we bear left, I'm going to be like, no, we wanted to go the other way so that people think that we're not stealing anything.
1: I think after the first time, we're good. We just have to do it once. Oh, yeah. OK,
2: it's smart. I do it once unless other racers follow us. And then I keep doing it until no one is following us.
0: We just go a little bit slowly while the cavemen take off. And then, like, who's the closest one behind them? Can't even see anybody. Well, if you look back, you can see in the distance, bear, bear, and bear coming up behind you oh we should have thrown the bear on their boat they would have joined their crew then they would have been bear 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 and bear that's too many bears there's barely enough space for those bears
1: i turn to drill and i say hey you want to load another uh, ball on this here short bow? see if i can hit that other ship down there
0: i was wondering what's the it's 50 feet wide Yeah, but it varies a little bit. So sometimes it's wider and sometimes it's narrower. I was going to say, I could cast darkness on one of the forks. And number one, they might not know there's a fork and just ram the thing. Number two, uh, we can go whichever way we want. And they won't be able to see us because it's magical darkness.
2: Wait, can you see through that?
0: I don't think anyone can see in magical darkness.
2: Did you cast it behind us?
0: 15 foot radius. So it's it's not as wide as the cavern is the problem. Let's see. So the way that the split is going to work, it's going to widen out and then each fork is going to be more narrow until it widens out a little bit more. So let's just say you have a coin flip of a chance for that fork to be 30 feet, but it might be bigger. Well, I can put it even if it doesn't touch the two walls. If the middle of the thing is obfuscated, then they're going to maybe just try to take the safest path on the middle. And if when they come out of it, it's too late. Then, like, they have a good, the better chance of like running into something. And if I cast it right before we veer to the left real quick, then they won't know which way we went. So you guys didn't probably care. I guess I should have given you the choice. But some of the ships have like headlamps on them, which are just like uh, like braziers with mirrors behind them. Um, but you guys can all see in the dark. So I didn't even offer you that option. But if you want, you can have that.
2: Wait, can hap see in the dark? Sure can. What? Yeah, but Dark Vision's
0: limited, and we're going fast. Yeah, the Ever Given and the Cave Fellows and Bear, Bear, and Bear all have lamps on the front. And the other ships, you can't really see.
2: I shoot at their lamp. It's just a fire. It's like a bowl full of coals. Oh, I thought it was like a light bulb. Never mind, I don't shoot at that.
0: Yeah, they're also way too far away for you to, I don't know, the range on a longbow is like a billion feet.
2: I got a short bow. I ain't no Flo Calhoun.
0: Okay. All right, all right, all right. You're at a point where you have to go left to get to your heist direction. Are you doing anything at that junction? Yeah, I'm going to cast darkness. Or you want to use a a ball? I don't care.
1: Just do darkness. We'll do something different.
0: We'll see if we can get them to wreck while we disguise the fact we went the wrong way. So you said even in the wide parts, it's like 50 feet wide. Hold on. We're going to do this. I can cast Hunger of Hadar. Hunger of Hadar has a 20-foot radius sphere of blackness and bitter cold. Okay. All right. Jeez. This void is filled with a cacophony of soft whispers and slurping noises that can be heard up to 30 feet away. No light, magical or otherwise, can illuminate the area, and creatures fully within the area are blinded. Oh, the no, voice no, no, creates no, no, a warp no. in the fabric of space, and the area is difficult terrain. Any creature that starts its turn in the area takes two dice six cold damage. Any creature that ends its turn in the area must succeed a dexterity save throw or take two dice six acid damage as milky otherworldly tendrils rub against it.
2: What is this horrific spill? Spill? Spell.
0: This is Hunger of Hadar and it's improved darkness warlock style. That's what I'm casting. Okay. All right. That sounds terrible for Bear, Bear, and Bear. I mean, they're going fast, so they might only take two to six, but then they're going to be so disturbed by it that they're going to wreck. Yeah.
2: And then no one can pass them, right?
0: Well, that may or may not be true. How long does it last, and do you have to stay within a certain range? So I have to stay within range. The range is 150 feet. So I have to kind of like, how close are they to us? Um, they're pretty far behind you. I don't know, let's say they're like 100 feet behind you. And pass them way in the back, like maybe another 100 or 130 feet behind them, you can see the goblin airs. All right, but they can't, they won't even know we'll be so far out of the intersection. All right, Jack, so here's the thing when we're coming at this, you got to drive at the right one, and then I cast it like basically so we're, it's like right behind us, or I cast it kind of on us, and you got to veer real quick. And as long as we don't go into it, you're not going to take damage. And as long as we don't end our turn in it, you're not going to take damage. So. I'll cast it where the boat is, and as soon as it turns dark and creepy, you got to turn left.
2: Veer left into that cavern. Into the
0: other cavern, but it looks to them like we're going to the right, and then we go to the left.
2: What do I, I roll a d20?
0: Yeah, so because you're trying to fake them out, I think that this is kind of a tricky vehicle move. So, make a vehicle check.
2: Dexterity, you say?
0: Yeah, that seems to be what you've been using.
2: 21.
0: Wow, Jaxo Gix sure is good at driving. What's your bonus on that? Seven. It's pretty good. No harm comes to. Does your boat have a name?
2: Bambi. Bambino. Bambini. Bambi, no. Bambi, no. Yeah, I like that one. There's like six O's, and one of them's a zero, but it's not the Everyone's last like,
0: one. There was like Bambi, new Bambi, And we're like, no, it's no. So your ship's called the Bambino?
1: The Bambi No. The Bambi No.
2: Would you listen? There's a comma, but it fell off. All right. The good ship
0: Bambi No veers sharply to the left in a very adroit way. Behind you, there's nothing but darkness. What is it? Slithering noises? Freezing cold? Is adroit an English word?
1: Yeah, but it's based on the French adroit, which means on the right.
0: To the right. Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say. Oh, it doesn't do that. It does it in a port way.
1: I mean, in French it's gauche for left, so it'll be a gauche.
0: The Bambi No slinks sinisterly to the left and goes down secretly. Go ahead and roll two die six cold on Bear Bear and Bear. Cause they plummet straight into the darkness. Nine. Alright, and then I'm gonna make a vehicle check for them to see if they ram into the fork. They should be a disadvantage because they're creeped out by the weird slurping noise. You want me to make some slurping noises? I'll do it. Um, We don't have to. Like, we got season three. All right. I rolled a disadvantage because I think your argument was good. And you hear a deep rumbling crash as the bow of their ship slams into the fork in the road. There's a lot of screaming. There's some roaring going on. Uh, Why don't you give me that acid damage, I guess? Six acid damage. All right. Once we're 150 feet away, I can't uh, concentrate on the spill anymore. All right. I'm going to say you can't get anybody else in that trap because you guys are still moving. But are we far enough down the corridor, especially considering that we don't have any lights on our ship, that the goblin airs don't see us? Because dark vision's only 60 feet. Why don't you make a stealth check because you still make noises? I think that Jaxo has to make that because he's flying the ship. Roll a stealth check, Jaxo, for the ship. 24. All right, so here's the situation. According to Griggs, the door you're looking for is going to be after the second fork to the left. You don't know what to expect as far as guards or anything like that. You have passed one or two other doors since the checkpoint that did not have guards stationed at them. How do you want to approach that?
1: We sail on. Forward. March.
0: Left. Okay, you guys just sail straight up to the door until you see it, and then you stop?
2: Yes, perfectly exactly where we need to stop. I step dramatically off the ship. I put the anchor down.
0: There's nobody outside of the door. There are two of those statues. Nope. There's only one of those statues beside this door. It's a smaller door. It's not a grand archway. It's like a single man door
1: single person door.
0: Ah, uh, there's one of those statues holding a brazier, but the brazier is not lit. Okay. Why don't you guys make some perception checks? Four.
1: Twenty. Twenty-four.
0: No, no. Those are sep We were separate. Okay. <sighs> uh, Drell, you see that there's a door. There's a door.
2: Shh, I say.
0: Jaxo and Hap, you can see on the breastplate of the dwarven statue... There's some fairly intricate runes carved that don't seem like they're just decoration, but you're not sure exactly what they mean. Uh, You don't hear anybody or anything at all. It's completely silent.
1: Is this where we think the... Is this like 1.68 miles in? Yes. Have I been measuring?
0: This is the door that you think you're supposed to go to according to the directions from Griggs.
1: Can I attempt to interpret the writing? Sure. I don't speak Dwarven.
0: Okay, roll an arcana check.
1: I help him with his arcana check.
0: All right, Hap, you can roll with advantage.
1: I got a thirteen.
0: Um, you're not sure. It seems important, but you're not sure what it is.
1: I want to go investigate near that statue.
0: Oh, you are by the statue. Okay, it's like right next to the door, and that's where you all are. Because you pulled up right. I
2: cast pass without trace.
0: Okay, Jaxo, you go to cast pass without trace and it doesn't feel right. Something's not working. You cast Paths with Trace. You go to focus and pull up the deep magic within you, and it just seems to slip through your metaphorical fingers. You still use the spell slot, though.
2: I whisper, I'm like, guys, I don't think that my spells are working. And so I dramatically flip the hood up on my cloak, and I whisper, shh.
0: Drell and Hap, you see Jaxo flip his hood up on his cloak and whisper, shh, but the cloak remains forest green. Guys, I hate this place. Let's get out of here.
1: Let's tell them the cores stuff. are already gone.
0: Shh.
1: What if I try and use this door that I have? Grungo's door?
0: Yeah, uh, you want to try to use it?
1: Yeah, on the statue. Does that turn the statue into a door?
0: No, it like it grows into a door and it can go through one foot of thick plaster wood or stone walls. It just seems weird to try to walk through a statue.
1: I just thought maybe that's As what was happening. As opposed to like a
0: wall or something. You've messed around with this since you've had it for five days already. And normally when you put it up against the wall, it sticks to the wall magically. And mm-hmm. it doesn't. It just It's like uh, putting a mundane piece of plywood up against the wall.
2: I whisper to my friends. Do you want me to try the door? Yeah. I sneak over to the door and I listen to the door. What do I hear?
0: Roll a perception check.
2: Nine. I don't mean no. All quiet. I walk over to my friends and I'm like, I don't hear anything. We should go in. Open it. Open it. All right, Hop told me to. So I go and I open the door.
0: I summon my packed weapon before we do that. A great sword. How's that work? Is it a magical? I don't know, dude. It's an ability. It's a feature. Um, as an action, you can create a packed weapon in your hand. You can also transform a magic weapon into your packed weapon by performing a special ritual. I feel like it doesn't summon. You can't get to it. Guys.
1: Yeah? I whisper.
0: I can't summon my packed weapon.
1: Sounds Crap, like a personal man. problem.
0: The only problem that makes it not personal is that it means I can't help you if there's any situation. I literally don't have a weapon on me.
1: Do I dagger?
0: I do have these two rods, but I have a sneaking suspicion that they don't do anything right now.
1: I have an extra dagger I can land you if you want.
0: Okay. Who made arcana checks already? Was it just Hap?
1: Yeah, I did.
0: The other two of you, since you tried to cast spells, can make arcana checks. Twelve. Thirteen. It doesn't seem like you have any extra knowledge. Um, Magical effects are not working here. I'm going to pray to the darkness within. Because I feel forsaken in my time of need. Darkness within. In my time of need. You abandon me? Is this a test? Just testing my devotion? Uh, Does it normally respond to you? No, I don't think so. I don't know, because you have to make a pact with some otherworldly being. Yeah. But like I don't think you have to like see them on the reg. I think sometimes it's like I had this really traumatic experience where I like fell into like a hole in space-time and I ran into an elder god and he said, like, Why are you here, mortal? And you're like, uh and he's like, Here's some magic powers. Get the hell out. And you're like, okay. He's like, serve me. Let's do this. Why don't you make a straight up and down charisma check, and if you get over a 20, then we'll say you get a response. 17. You hear nothing. Typical. The race is still on.
2: I whisper, I'm going for it, and I reach for the door, and I pause briefly in case my friends want to tell me not to, and then I open the door or attempt to. All
0: right, you go to twist the door handle, and it is locked.
1: I'm like, guys, He's locked.
0: All right, let's tell Griggs we can't do it.
1: I'm going to attempt to pick the lock.
0: All right, good. Roll the thieves tool check. 10. 10. Yep. Have you don't think this is a pickable lock?
1: I tried, guys. It's not it's not working for me, so I bust out my crowbar and I try to crack it open.
0: A giant stone door? All right, let's try it. I got two crowbars. I'll help. Okay. Uh I guess make an athletics strength check with okay. advantage.
2: Okay, I got a ten.
0: Oh, it feels like you're making headway, but it doesn't you can't quite get it.
2: To, hey girl, you do open. it. You do it. I give him my crowbar.
0: I'll help. You can't help and then try it yourself with the we same switch exact positions.
2: Thing. He helped me and then I helped him.
0: Did you know you're a proficient in thieves tools? I am? Yeah.
2: I'm not. I'm a pirate. I just have might and gusto and grit.
0: not under my proficiencies. It's under your tools. What's that under? See how you have skills and then to the left at the bottom, there's a thing that says proficiencies and languages. No. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll use my thieves tools. I'm proficient in them.
2: I help by making sure you can do it.
0: Clearly I'm proficient in them.
2: You want to light the area maybe? Like That would be helpful. I cast light for your very special dark vision. No,
0: it's good. Oh, God. Well, don't worry, Drell, because whenever Jaxo tries to cast light, he can't do it. 13.
2: He doesn't know that spell. He just goes, light, 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 light. I hope it's shining now. And it doesn't work.
0: After much dicking around, Drell's like, get out of the way. He sticks his thieves tools in the lock, twists them sideways, and it pops open. I don't know, guys. We can't get in this door.
2: I pull on it. All
0: right, you pull on the door, and it swings open. Yes. I'm like, "Jackson, you pulled it open."
2: I'm so strong, I say.
0: Are you guys being stealthy? Or are you like yelling and stuff?
2: But I whisper. I guess that. we should be stealthy. And then I stealthfully enter with
0: my weapon drawn. Let's do the group stealth check again. So somebody roll stealth for the whole group, and then I'll tell you what you see.
1: So I got a 15 plus six, so 21.
0: Um, However, you should be using the lowest modifier from the group, which I think is Drell's. I have a plus four.
1: So that's 13 plus four is 17.
0: Okay. You guys slink in through this door that is unlocked. There's not much past here. There's a corridor that goes straight, like a long way, way farther than you can see. And there are two doors. There's one door on the left side of the hallway and one door on the right side of the hallway. The one on the left is first. That's, like, 30 feet away, and then the one on the right is, like, another 10 feet past that.
1: Are there any signs next to the doors?
0: Yes. They're in Dwarvish. I don't speak Dwarven.
1: Same.
0: Let's go left.
2: I listen to the door on the left.
0: All right. Make a perception check. 23. You hear some scratching noises or some, like, uh, dragging noises.
2: Okay. I lock eyes with Hap, and then I lock eyes with Drell. I hope they're paying attention.
0: They look like they're not paying attention.
2: Do you want me to roll a paying attention test? I got a
0: 20. I got a natural 20 on paying attention.
2: Whoa, Ed, you are role-playing.
0: But wait, I think my modifier is like negative nine, so I probably got like an 11.
1: Well, that one says it's a 14 plus. I have a good perception.
0: What are you adding to your paying attention role? Okay.
1: 19. <laughs> yeah, it seems like
0: they're both paying attention because you're kind of in this tense situation.
2: All right, they're paying attention and I go I point at the door with my finger and then I make like a claw scratching motion and I point to my ear.
0: Um I look at Hep and I shrug.
2: And then I make the motion of like no we're not going in there right now, like hands flat towards the ground, like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then I draw a finger across my neck like, we will die. And then I point to the other door, and I start going to the other door, and I listen to that door. Okay. I got a 21 on that door. Perception.
0: With a 21, I guess you. it seems like there are some people in there sleeping, like snoring. You hear snoring noises. It might just be one person. Pretending to be four people snoring while pulling levers and stuff.
2: It could be. I point to that door with my thumb over my shoulder, looking at my friends. And I'm like, motion that they're sleeping with like the two hands together closed. And I tilt my head a little bit. Cool. What are you guys going to do?
1: I open the door on the left.
0: What? Are you sneaking in or did you just open it?
1: I'm going to sneak in.
0: All right. Make a stealth check just for yourself. 20. All right. You open the door and you see, this is kind of like a workshop space. And as you open the door, you see two of those Darrows. Remember there was a Darrow with uh, that spider devil that attacked you guys? Nope. Two of them have like a six foot tall, I'm going to call it a wardrobe, but it's a cabinet with shelves in it. And on the shelves, there are five of these glowing lumps Did you say they have them, like they're carrying this shelf? No. The shelf is on the floor, and it's opened. And on the shelves, there are five glowing Sclaren power cores, which are large and heavy looking. And on the floor, being dragged by the two of them, is another one. Another Darrow? Another Darrow. All right. Uh, I'm going to wave at them. They see us, right? No. No,
1: we're sneaking.
0: Oh, shit. I was going to try to bluff them and tell them, like, hey, man, we're here for that stuff. You can do that if you want to. Why don't you roll a stealth check too, Drill? 23. They don't seem to have noticed you yet, and they seem to be dragging that thing, but it's kind of heavy for them. Maybe we wait and watch them. How many power cores are there? You can see six right now, but there are more cabinets in the room. One of them they have, and five of them are still in that wardrobe thing. Cabinet? Can I call it a cabinet? I want you to understand it's a freestanding piece of carpentry. But it has doors like a wardrobe with shelves inside. Is that what would you call that? A cabinet?
1: Pantry? I don't know. An armoire. A bookcase.
0: I'm going to keep calling it a wardrobe. An entertainment stand. There's an entertainment stand. How big is a power core? They're each like the size of a torso of a human, kind of. What are these Darrow doing? Two of them are holding on to one of the cores, and they're dragging it off to the corner of the room, not where the door is, but it's behind some other cabinets.
1: I want to get one of the ones on the shelf.
0: So you're going to sneak in? Yeah. Past them? Yeah. Okay. They keep working hard. Go ahead and roll a stealth check.
1: 23.
0: Yeah, okay. They don't see you. You tiptoe past these Darrow who are laboriously working at dragging this heavy heavy power core I don't think it's super heavy it's like heavy for them
2: all right since I saw all my friends sneaking I feel like I should sneak in too
0: okay Drell, what are you doing I guess we're sneaking here what there's there's no other exits in this room. It, so they're not going towards the door, but they're taking a power core. They're going to a corner that's hidden from view from you from the doorway behind another like shelving unit. Wait, do you think they're also stealing these and we need to kill them and take all of them? How many are there? Six that you can see in this open wardrobe. Five on the shelves and cabinet. one on the blanket? Oh, they don't have a blanket. It's just on the ground. And they're just like... this has like handles? Yeah, it has. So it's like a smooth, glowing substance that has metal encasing it. So there are little places to grab on that metal that's wrapped around the power core. Does it look like they're taking one that was already being stored here? Yes. How many were you supposed to get? Three. That's what I thought. All right. I think we should just nonchalantly walk up and start taking them. when the guys look at us, we we'll be like, oh, yeah, we're here for these things. See ya. We can sneak, though. It looks like it takes two Darrow to pull one. Maybe they're, they're weak because they're small, but they're also tough dwarven dudes, right? Darrow are small, but they're not like dwarves. They're more like gnome-sized or halfling-sized. Oh, okay. They have dark skin and light hair. And, you know, they're... Uh, what's the word that means that they are... Uh, they work hard. Tenacious.
1: Dedicated.
0: Fastidious.
1: No, that's like cleanly.
0: Oh, no, they're not that. Well, they're not dirty, per se, either. Like, they live underground, but they're not, like, filthy, and they're not stupid. They're just, like, a kind of small folk. Industrious.
1: Did I make it over the power cores?
0: Yeah, I guess you do, and Drell can go, and Jackson can follow next time with a stealth check. I pick one up. All right, it's real heavy, so... I think you're going to have to make your stealth check with disadvantage. I don't understand how you could possibly move a glowing core without being seen. But we'll go ahead and make it with, with disadvantage. 20. All right. So Hap starts to pick up a core. It's real heavy. And then you feel a little poke in your back, like as it's from a dagger. And you hear a voice that speaks in Dwarvish at you. And it's like, Jum, call it follow
1: I say, I don't speak Dwarvish, and I hold my hands up.
0: Can I see this person? Yeah. Is it a Darrow? It's a Darrow. You didn't see him before. It's a third one. I'm going to try to bluff them. Okay. I'm going to say in undercommon. Oh, hey, man. How's it going? He looks real jittery, right? So he's got this dagger to Hap's back, but he's like kind of twitching around and stuff. How's it going? How's it going with you? We're doing all right. We're just getting some of these. Yeah, you're about to get some of this if you don't put them back. And he shakes his dagger at you. Oh, no, no. We, we're we supposed to get them. Who says? I'm going to roll a bluff check. But I'm going to use deception instead of bluff.
1: 28. Some good deception. This
0: game's stupid. And I say, we were sent by, and then I make up some name of a dwarven person. I was sent by Scarbeard down here. We're not usually in this department, so we were just picking these up. You know, we got to get them back in time. You know what I mean? We got to go. He twitches around a little bit and he says, well, you can tell your fucking friend Scarbeard he can't have them. And roll for initiative. He attacks you with his dagger. Oh. Hey there, groupies. Brayton here. Some people might think that this podcast came out later than normal. And those people are probably correct, but only if you believe in linear time. And I suspect that only ninety-nine uh, percent of you, maybe a hundred percent. It's hard when you have a small population size. It's hard to justify anything, you know. So, um, I'm sorry that the episode came out late. I was doing some really important stuff. It was not skateboarding, although that would have been a viable excuse. Thanks for listening anyway. Hopefully next Mondays we'll be back on time because some people aren't working extra hours next week or over the weekend. And remember to go to bardicmysterytour.com if you want to check out all of our other stuff like our music or our merch or our Patreon, which is pretty exciting because we reached a Patreon goal... And you might be getting something if you've already signed up in the mail. All right. um, We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Roll for initiative. He attacks you with his dagger. Oh. I got a six.
1: Seventeen. Nine. All
0: right. This Darrow that's all twitchy stabs at Drell with his dagger. At Drell? You said the wrong name. You meant Hap. No, he stabs at the one who's giving him lip.
1: Yeah, it's a mouthy one.
0: Does armor class 14 hit you? Technically, yes. Really? Yes.
2: Yeah. You're fucking squishy.
0: Don't you have armor and shit? Yeah, it's studded leather, plus one. God, I'm so tough. If you're so tough, why do you need armor, okay? All right, he stabs you with the dagger for eight damage. Jeez. Woo. Um. All right, he just stabs you again with the dagger. What? You just did that. But he only hits armor class 13. That's a miss. He stabs a third time with his dagger at Drell. He hits armor class 19.
2: All your guts are coming out.
0: All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Ooh, max damage, nine damage, piercing. I'm going to say, whoa, hey, buddy, whoa, hold on. Jeez, oh, man, nothing's sharp. The other two Darrows put down the power core they were holding. They each pull out some Ackley's. That they have on their belts. And they rush over to Hap. damn Ackley. What does that mean? It's maybe a spear, maybe a club. Good
1: for throwing. Has a leather thong.
0: Yeah. And the first one attacks Hap and hits armor class 12.
1: That does not hit me.
0: All right. The second one attacks. Hits armor class 17.
1: That hits. I'm going to use my uncanny dodge.
0: Okay. Good call because it... Deals eight piercing damage to you.
1: So I have the damage. I only take four.
0: And then he shouts out in common.
1: Hey, these are ours. You leave us alone. Can I shout out in common something?
0: On your turn, which is now.
1: I shout back, we were told to come here and see what he does.
0: And then you're waiting, not taking a turn. Yep. You must be mistaken. We left these here. Are you really not taking a turn? They look very hostile.
1: Oh, I just got attacked. I do want to take a turn. Yeah. I am going to attack with my short sword. I'm going to attack any of the Darrows that's closest to me.
0: Okay. Pick one or two. Actually, they're all three around you.
1: I got a one to hit.
0: A critical failure? Yeah. It seems as though you fumble and drop your short sword on the ground because you're so scared of them. But I'm
1: not. I'm tough. Like Jack, so. All
0: right. Do I do anything else on your turn?
1: I don't think so.
0: All right, next up, Jaxo, it's your turn. You are just in in the doorway, coming from the hallway.
2: How far is that from those people?
0: Uh, Like 10 feet, 15 feet.
2: Okay. Um, (laughs) It's a small room. I run up to them, and I'm like, we are from the future, and we put these here for you. I don't know what you're doing. They're ours, and we need to take them. And I just keep pounding my fist every time I speak, and then I try to- go straight for like a stabbing motion with my knife. I mean, with my sword after the fist to the other hand over and over future talk. Wait, so you're attacking them. Oh yeah. Big time.
0: Cool. Wh- wh- which one are you attacking?
2: Uh, whoever, I don't really have a knowing who's who motion here. Cause I wasn't really paying attention. Sorry.
0: All right. You can reach the one that was attacking Drell, who had his knife point in half's back. Perfect. Or you can attack one of the ones, there was a, on the other side. I'm
2: coming for the one that got my boy Drell. With right. my short sword, here I come. First strike, 12. That's a miss. Second, second swing. 17. That's a hit. Nine damage to that sucker. All
0: right, so that's your whole turn?
2: That is it. And I keep pounding the fist about the future and that we put these here and we're here to take them because we need to get them back to the past. Man.
0: All right, Drell, it's your turn. I whip out Hap's trusty dagger, and I stab the Darrow closest to me. And I say, we're on the same team, but you're making this hard on us. But I rolled a natural 20 on my attack.
2: Yeah, boy! A
0: critical hit. Eight damage.
2: Yeah!
0: Woo! Eight damage. You don't double your uh, modifier rate. Right. All right, is that your whole turn? Yep. All right, the leader-looking Darrow that Drell just stabbed starts to cock his head sideways in a real weird way and move his shoulder joints awkwardly, and he says, What don't you idiots seem to understand? We don't care whose you think they are. And he starts doing some maddening convulsions. Everybody make a wisdom saving throw. Fourteen.
1: Twelve. Eleven.
0: Okay, all three of you are staring at him, and you become confused. This is it, guys—the party wipe we've all been waiting for. Do you know what confusion does?
2: No, I'm very confused about it. It's not in the conditions. Yeah, we
0: rolled die eight. Do you remember fighting that Umberhog? No. It's a spell. You are affected as if by a confusion spell. So what do we do? It's only when you go to take an action, you roll to see what your action is. Okay. Yeah, you can't make reactions and you have to roll a d10 to see what you do.
2: A d10? There are 10 things? Yeah. I'm ready. Whose turn is it?
0: All right, then the two Darrow that are beside Hap go,
2: yeah, idiots,
0: and they stab you with their Ackles. The first one hits armor class nine. No,
1: it does not hit.
0: The second one says, I'll show you how it's done. And he hits armor class 20.
1: That hits. I can't use my uncanny dodge right because I already used it this round.
0: And you can't take reactions because you're confused.
1: Okay. That's confusing. Holy shit. He does
0: eight damage to you.
1: Eight? That's a lot of damage.
0: All right. It is Hap's turn.
1: Um. So it says I can sneak attack if they're... Is another enemy of the target within five feet? And I'm assuming that is true.
0: All right. Well, at the start of your turn, roll a d10.
1: Got a four.
0: All right. You don't move or take an action this turn. You just stand there stupefied and confused. Dang. Okay. But you can make another wisdom save at the end of your turn.
1: I got a seven. That's enough, right?
0: Nope. You're still confused. Boo. But, Jaxo, it's your turn. Yeah! Make sure you start by rolling a d10.
1: Okay! I got
2: a nine.
0: All right, you can act and move normally.
2: Nice! All right, I'm going to stab that mf'er. Uh 17 to hit. That's a hit. 10 damage. I swing again. Same guy. Unless he's dead. Is he dead? Not quite. 23 to hit. That's a hit. Six to kill.
0: Does that mean damage? Yeah. Okay.
2: And then I give him, like, the stare of doom. And I say again, we are from the future, and we need these stupid bard cords. Give them to us.
0: He says, what the hell is a bard cord? Um, Is that all for your turn? Yeah, that's it. All right, make a wisdom saving throw. 16. All right, Jaxo shakes himself out of his stupor and is no longer affected. I
2: pretend to look affected.
0: Um. All right, we'll deal with that next turn with a deception check, I guess. Drell, go ahead and take your turn. 10. You can act and move normally. Ha-ha! I say, I'm not even confused by your stupid twitchy movements, you idiot. And I stab him. I got a 17. That hits him. I deal six damage. He doesn't seem to like that very much. I say, all you have to do is quit messing with us. We're on the same team. We'll just take these cores and we'll get out of here. We don't have to do this so the higher-ups don't get mad at us. Is that your whole turn? <laughs> yeah, can I roll buff? Check on that? Sure. Sure. You can roll a bluff check on it, and then you can roll a wisdom save at the end of your turn. Yeah. I got a 22 bluff and a 15 wisdom. Oh, okay. You shake out of the stupor of confusion as well. You were never able to confuse me because we're on the same team here. He says, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't care what your boss is said to do. I hate you. They're your bosses too, buddy. And then he takes his dagger and he stabs it into your body. Oh, my lord. Not my body. I need that.
2: Sentinel attack. What does that do? When a creature within five feet of you makes an attack against a target other than you, you can use your reaction to make a melee weapon attack against the attacking creature. Stickety stab.
0: All right. Let me resolve this attack on Drell. Armor class, 27 hits you, Drell, I think. Uh, Let me check. Uh, Yes, it does seem like that hits me. Well, then you take six piercing damage from his dagger.
2: What? His confusion dagger?
0: Yeah, it's a very confusing dagger. And then, Jaxo, you can go ahead and do your sentinel attack on him.
2: 23. Yeah, that hits him. Six damage.
0: Jeez, you guys are really chewing through this guy. He's down to 200 already? okay what uh does that prevent him from attacking or anything or yes. no? it's just I don't know if that's true but I don't want and it him makes to his movement zero all right cool he takes a second attack on drell even though he got attacked and he lost his whole turn because he did that he didn't lose his whole turn Emily tell brayton that he loses his turn
2: well, I can't find it again hold on I bet my man hates
0: being attacked and so he doesn't want to attack get attacked think about it would you want an attack? It doesn't matter. I have like literally infinite hit points, so he can stab me all day.
2: Okay, good. Alright, go ahead
0: and I don't even him. mark Every time Brayton tells me to take damage, I don't even mark it down. I don't care about hit points. I don't play with useless rules like encumbrance and hit points. <laughs> One of the problems that he's having is that he can tell he's being attacked by Jaxo, but he can't see Jaxo. <laughs> That's perfect, why he keeps attacking <laughs> All, all right, <laughs> right. I'll take <laughs> it. <laughs> so instead of being like sentinel attack or whatever, it's like creepy spooky
2: attack <laughs> from the future
0: to be fair to be fair the power cores are glowing so he probably can see you because it's not totally nope. dark well anyway he attacked Drell and he hit armor class 17 which i think is a hit use your reaction to attack him doesn't he lose I his
2: attack him if again! You hit him with what my sword
0: you already used your Why? reaction. Why? On his one. turn?
2: I get another reaction.
0: No, you only one reaction. Because you react- want one? Or no, because it's of the because
2: roles? Jaxo is from the future, and in the future, there are double reactions.
0: is from 6th eh? edition, baby. Drell takes 7 damage. Are you still alive? What do you like? Yeah, dude, I have so many goddamn hit points. Wait, literally, I think the sentinel thing makes you not attack if you get hit, don't you?
2: It doesn't say that.
0: It makes your movement no, zero. The speed becomes zero. Okay.
2: Run away from him. I'll hit him from the secret darkness. We got him
0: down to 200 hit points, man. In another 40 or 50 rounds, this guy's dead. All right. And he gives his third dagger attack at old Drell. Third dagger attack? What? The- I dodge. This is the best I've ever rolled, guys. He didn't do a good job because he hit armor class 26. That's not even close. Six piercing damage with his terrible dagger. And he says, your boss ain't my boss. <laughs> get it through your stupid head. Then you ain't no Darrow. The two henchmen Darrow say, yeah, get him. Well, we got this one, boss. And they attack Hap again. First, the first one attacks and hits armor class 11? Nope. Then the second one attacks and hits... Armor class, 17.
1: I can't use my reaction?
0: You don't have a reaction because of your confused state.
1: Okay. Well, that hits me then.
0: Well, you must feel like a fool because you took six piercing damage. Okay. And they say,
1: see, we're good. We're good. We're good
0: at fighting. That's their turn. Now it's Hap's turn. So go ahead and roll for confusion. Roll a d10. Got an
1: eight.
0: An eight. How about that? You use your action to make a melee attack against a randomly determined creature within your reach. If there's no creature within your reach, you do nothing. All right, so you're just surrounded by those three Darrow.
1: Can I make a sneak attack since I'm like, oh, I'm so confused. And I'm like, ah, I'm going to attack you across your throat for murder.
0: Sure. I rolled and you're attacking one of the little guys. You're attacking on my notes. Their name is Darrow number one. Is that really how they name their kids? That's so bizarre culturally to me. Well, the thing is, you guys haven't formed a a strong social bond with them yet, so they haven't given you their true names. Yeah, you should always sit down and have tea with an enemy before you get in a slash fight with them.
2: Hey, you might notice that you like get along and stuff and then not fight.
0: Yeah, you like power if cores, you're from the I future, like power
1: cores. I got a 15 to hit.
0: We're so similar. That hits. You said something about doing a sneak attack, but I don't think you can do a sneak attack on this creature.
1: It says you don't need advantage on the attack roll if another enemy of the target is within five feet of it.
0: So I don't think there is another enemy within five feet of it.
1: Oh, I thought that there were people closer to me than that.
0: I think that the three of you are surrounding the leader, Darrow, while he's next to that cabinet. And then on the other side of Hap, there are two more.
1: Okay, I'll just attack it at normal damage then. Seven damage. Oh! Uh. So I have a question: Is short sword a one-handed weapon? Yes. Because I have two-handed fighting and I forgot about it. So I feel like I should attack it with my dagger too.
0: That you gave me?
1: No, I have two daggers.
0: What? What are you, Richie Rich?
1: Yeah.
2: Duh. You couldn't tell from the character that she's been acting this whole
1: time?
0: Yeah, you can. So if you want to, you can. Um,
1: we got a 19 to hit. Yeah, suck it.
0: Yeah, that hits.
1: Seven damage.
0: Jeepers, creepers. This Darrow's not looking healthy.
1: That's it. That's the end of my turn.
0: All right, make a wisdom saving throw.
1: Wait, I thought I already did that.
0: Yeah, but you failed it before.
1: I thought whenever I did the attack, I like overcame it.
0: Incorrect. You were forced to attack that guy because you were confused.
1: Nine.
0: You're still a little bit confused about what's going on around you.
1: But less confused than I was before?
0: No, you're equally confused.
1: Okay, I'm done.
0: All right, cool. Well, now it is Jaxo's turn.
1: I stab a bitch.
0: Wait, you're going to stab me?
2: (laughs) No, I stab the big guy. The big guy that's been fighting Drow, but he can't see me. I get him. Maybe. First swipe, short sword. Uh, 20. That's a hit. That's seven damage. Then I'm stick him again. Okay. 20 to hit. Yeah, that's a hit. Seven damage. Okay. And then I attempt to cast healing spirit.
0: Okay, how's that work? It
2: says you call forth a nature spirit to soothe the wounded, i.e., My friends, the intangible spirit appears in a space that is a five foot cube you can see within range. The spirit looks like a transparent beast or fae. My choice. I choose a boar. Not like boring, but like pig. Until the spell ends, whenever you or a creature you can see moves into the spirit's space for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, you can cause the spirit to restore the 1d6 hit points to that creature. No action required. The spirit can't heal constructs or undead. The spirit can heal a number of times equal to one plus your spellcasting ability modifier minimum twice. After healing that number of times, the spirit disappears. I'm not sure what my ability modifier is for spellcasting because I'm not a bard.
0: It is wisdom.
2: Okay, so it has three heals in it. So I'm going to cast it
0: and see okay. if it works. It Totally works.
2: Yeah. What? F this. I'm
0: going to outrage Blast these bastards to hell.
2: And then I put it so that it's, like, right next to Drell, and it's, like, snoring the fuck at him to, like, make him
0: go to it. But it's You can put it in my space, probably.
2: I don't think I can. It has to be an empty space.
0: Oh, as a bonus action on your turn, you can move the spirit. So, like, your next turn, you can move it.
2: Yeah, so I'm going to put it, like... Caddy corner so that if Drell decides to like flank that big guy, he walks into it and he gets healed. Bam. Okay. And in case Drell can't see it, I'm like to the right. And hope that he knows what that means. Excellent work, Jack.
0: So is there anything else you're doing?
2: No, that's it. Well, I am gonna yell one more time The future. Ugh.
0: <laughs> okay. Um Drell, it's your turn. All right, I'm going to step over in that heal-a-pig. Does it heal me when I step into it?
2: Yeah, when you walk into it.
0: How much does it heal?
2: Five, buddy. All right, I'm going to say,
0: ha, I've been hiding my real power this whole time. I'm going to throw the dagger on the ground, and I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast right in the face of this Darrow. And I'm going to fire two bolts out. Sick. Does it work? Yeah, you can totally cast magic. Is it? Do you have disadvantage for being next to him? Yeah, I have disadvantage for being next to him. Okay. If he has a melee weapon, I think he has to be threatening me, I believe. But I believe you have explained that he does. Yeah, he does have that one dagger. So I'm going to roll a disadvantage. Ha! I got 20 and 20. You can pick whichever one you want. It doesn't matter. They both hit? Yeah. I deal him 14 damage with my second attack. 15 armor class. A miss. What? I need to get out of melee with this asshole. He's very surprised. Uh, Are you doing anything else on your turn? Then I say, now that you have crossed the darkness within, your souls will be forfeit. If you even had them to begin with. All right. It's his turn. He turns on Hap and he's like, God, we got to get the hell out of here. And he stabs Hap with his dagger.
2: What? Yeah. And then I get him back with whatever that's
1: called. A Stabaroo? I don't know. I can't remember. Sentinel? Revenge attack?
0: Does armor class 18 hit you, Hap? Yeah. Well, he sneak attacks you because you're flanked. See how you like it.
1: For how many damages?
0: 22 damage.
1: Are you for real? Yeah. Yikes. Get in that boar. I'm fine. Totally.
0: Fine. And then he attacks you again with his dagger.
1: What?
2: Wait, 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 wait. I have to get him first. Okay, go ahead. Okay, I sentinel attack him. 19 to hit. That's a hit. Eight damage.
0: Okay, he's looking pretty bad. He's looking pretty bloody.
2: And I say, do you want to die to the future?
0: We all die to the future. He says, I don't want to die to anything. And he stabs at Hap again. Okay. He hit armor
1: class 18. Yep, that's a hit. I like that something
0: that he can't see is stabbing him and telling him about the future.
2: (laughs) He's not even running.
0: He can't run because you keep hitting him.
2: You're telling me if I stopped hitting him with my Sentinel, he'd run away?
0: I'm not saying one way or the other.
2: (laughs) Sorry, Hap.
0: But you take six damage, Hap. Then he attacks one last time. (sighs) Holy shit. 26 armor class.
1: Yep, that's a hit.
0: Eight damage. Are you doing okay?
1: I'm unconscious.
0: All right. And then he goes, ha, one down, 50% done. Uh, The one that you've affectionately come to know is Darrow number one. Turns tail and runs towards the corner behind that bookshelf that you guys couldn't see in the room. I don't think anybody can reach him for an opportunity attack because Hap is unconscious. And I threw that dagger on the floor, so I don't even have a weapon. (laughs) And Darrow number two says, yeah, boss, let's get him! And jumps over towards Drell and attacks. Please, you know nothing. Armor class, 19. Not even close. Because it hits so well. I mean, it technically hit. This is bad for you, bud. It's three piercing damage.
1: Three damage? Yeah. Oh, no. We're going to beat them in the future! Bruce is 22.
0: Yeah, one of them's a little bit more powerful. Yeah, the than The underlings other are weaker than the boss. That's just like a thing. And then the boss says, great job, Marky.
2: Do I get to Sentinel attack him?
0: How many reactions do you have left this round?
2: All, all.
0: Uh, Do you?
1: Infinity.
0: I feel like you're doing a lie, but I can't remember. Um, It is Hap's turn.
1: Hap's unconscious. What does he do?
0: The good news is you don't have to make a confusion roll.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: You should make a death save. Is that a d20? It's an unmodified D20, 10 or higher is a save, and nine or lower is a fail. I got a four. That's one failure.
2: If you get a one on your next roll, you dead.
0: No, Oh, yeah. That's true.
2: Unless we're playing by Ed Batson rules, and Look then you're fine. It
0: sorry. turns out we don't know all the rules every episode. There's it's a lot okay. of
1: books, There's a lot of rules. I'm lying on the ground in agony. You can't feel anything. You're dead. Agony.
0: Jaxo, it's your turn.
1: I, on a bonus
2: action, move the boar into the space that is Hap.
0: Okay, go ahead
2: and roll how much that heals. Five. Hap, you're a whole five over there.
0: That also resets your death saves. You now have zero failures.
1: You don't know about my failures? Stop looking at my screen. And then...
2: I stab this guy, this big guy again.
0: Okay, go ahead.
2: Uh, Natural 20.
0: Uh, That's a hit.
2: Eight damage. You got a critical for eight damage? Yeah. I didn't say I was good at rolling all my dice. And I hit him again, hopefully. 24 to hit. That hits him. Seven damage. Jeez. That's it. That's my turn. I cut him. I cut him good. I hope he dies or becomes unconscious. And I say, I will keep coming for you from the future. Uh,
0: He just looks very confused and uh, really exhausted and worn out. (laughs) Drell, go ahead and take your turn. I will say. I, Drell the Unforsaken, shall now invoke the strength of the darkness within. And I will fire some Eldritch Blasts at him. All right. I will roll a disadvantage. I don't. Do I need to keep rolling if I got a natural one? I think not. I could just roll it again and see if maybe. You might as well roll again and see if you get another critical failure out of your system. Well, what if it's not disadvantage, but it's advantage? Then I got a uh, 27. Uh, that sucks. You think it is disadvantage, though? I think, I'm think i thinking it is disadvantage. All right. Do I get my second blast, though? I feel like not. All right. I'm going to stay out loud. Guys, spells don't work anymore. <laughs> Shit. Also, I don't get healed, right? All right. Is there anything else you're doing on your turn? I guess not. Okay. This is Leader Darrow, who I don't think had his movement reduced to zero this time. So he says... Let's get out of here, Marky. And he turns to run towards the corner. He disengages. From who? It's just an action. Like, you do it from everybody at the same time. How far away is the corner? It's like uh, 15 feet away. Behind that bookshelf that you can't see behind. I said bookshelf, but it's just it's like a shelf. It's like a workshop shelf. Why can't I see behind it? It's, it's like um, blocking. It's obstructing your, your view. Actually, you can totally see behind it now. I guess. You couldn't see behind it from the doorway. But you moved into the room. And there's like a tunnel. like a. So this room was built out by dwarves. And it's a nice, clean room. But the tunnel is clearly uh, a new feature that's just been added. And it's very rough cut. And uh, definitely not a normal way to enter this room. And he runs towards the tunnel. OK. And then... <laughs> Then Marky also goes towards the tunnel. Do you want to take a normal opportunity attack against him, or are you just going to let him run away? Me? Anyone that has a weapon.
2: Yeah, I'll take an opportunity attack on him. I I thought I couldn't. Oh, wait, he
0: disengaged. Well, he disengaged, so you'd have to have some sort of special feature that lets you take opportunity attacks even when people disengage.
2: You mean me with my sentinel, Garbo? Because I'll do it. Oh, yeah. I'll get him. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's what I was waiting for you to.
2: I'll get him. Which one? The big guy? Yeah, sure. 16 to hit.
0: That misses him.
2: Dag, he's a fast little bugger.
0: He slips away down the tunnel with Marky, e, and the last thing you see from him is him giving you the finger. Actually, that's not true, because he didn't get far enough away. You can still see him.
2: I can still see him?
0: What's your dark vision range, 60? 60. Yeah, you can still see him. He's, like, down the tunnel. And
2: I hit him again.
0: It's a long tunnel. Is that true? I I guess it curves around. You think I can fire an Eldritch Blast past my friend who's in the tunnel? There's only one way to find out. I'll find out on my turn.
1: All right, I go at him again.
0: Well, first it's going to be Hab's turn.
1: I'm going to murder everybody.
0: You're going to murder
1: me? I'm going to murder all the bad guys. First, you're going to get that boar.
2: Four. You get four points from the boar. The boar disappears.
0: (laughs) Okay, cool. I'm
1: so healed. All the way to 10.
0: You're basically full now, right?
1: How far away are all these uh, bad guys from They're me? They're
0: about 55 feet away from you, down the tunnel.
1: I feel like maybe I want to fire at them with my short bow, uh, which has a range of 80 feet. Sure.
0: I feel like I already indicated the tunnels like laser straight, so you can shoot at them.
1: 20 to hit.
0: Who are you shooting at?
1: Whichever one of them is closest.
0: I guess Marky's the closest.
1: Five damage.
0: Your arrow plants in his back of his thigh, and he goes,
1: "Yeah!" Do I incapacitate him?
0: No. Are you doing anything else on your turn? No. Nope. Okay. Uh, Jaxo,
1: I cast
2: Hunter's Mark as a bonus action, and then I fire my bow at the big guy.
0: Okay. Does he get a resistance? Can he can he save against Hunter's Mark?
2: Uh, it says. You choose a creature you can see within range and mystically mark it as your quarry, 90 feet. Until the spell ends, you deal an extra 1d6 damage to the target whenever you hit it with a weapon attack and you have advantage on any wisdom perception or wisdom survival check. I probably should have cast that earlier. You make to find it. If the target drops to zero hit points before the spell ends, you use a bonus action on a subsequent turn of yours to mark a new creature. All right, cool. But I didn't think magic worked earlier, so I didn't do it. Fair enough. Okay, I cast that, and I try to shoot him with my bow. I got a 10. That misses him. That's what I thought.
0: Dag. Are you doing anything else on your turn?
2: I'm going to shoot him again. All right, go ahead. I got a 14. Armor class? Yeah.
0: That's a miss.
2: Dag.
0: He scoffs at you, and he says, maybe your arrows will hit me in the future.
2: But you can oh. like barely hear it. And I say, future, future. Future, and then I run to one of those things, those cores, and I grab it, and then I like make a beeline for our boat.
0: Okay, wait, hold on, you know, yeah, hold hold on a second. We got a whole party of people here on an adventure together, okay? We respect each other.
2: Yeah, but they're like far away, so I'm like, guys, they're thirty feet from me. That's far,
0: which is impressive for a small no, sized. What? They're 60 feet. The one that took a disengage action went 60 feet in one round? Mm Mm-hmm.
2: They're fast little guys. I'm telling you. I don't think he did that.
0: Why? A little ability called erratic movement. Are you serious right now? He used a bonus action to disengage. Let's take these power
2: cores and leave.
0: I'm killing this guy because he's a piece of shit. All right, Drell, it's your turn. Well, I'm moving 30 feet closer, so they're 90 feet from me. Wait, 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 wait. If you move 30 feet closer to them, they'll be 30 feet from you. I'm going to move 30 feet closer to them so they're 30 feet away from me. I got like three rounds of chasing to this shit. You're partway into the tunnel. You said it's laser straight. <laughs> Unless you tell me there's a bend later on. They're getting blasted. Here we go. Eldritch Blast. Number one. Fuck. 14. Uh, it doesn't hit him. All right, next Eldritch Blast. 25. That's a hit. Seven damage on the leader. Can I hit the leader or I did the one on the back? Uh, that's fine. You can hit the leader. And I say, the darkness within says, fuck you. All right. He doesn't seem to be happy about it. He says, yow. Then what do they do? Keep crying? Yeah. Is that the end of your turn? Yeah. All right. They just book it around a bend in the tunnel. It's 119 feet away, so it took them a long time to get there. It was like uh, they are planning on having the bend come out just around into the room but they fucked up and they had to do this long straight piece <laughs> at the very end. I was going to get like two more rounds of Eldritch Blasts on those guys. So they're running away. If you want to, you can like chase them. Yeah, but I can I, I have to No nah, Okay. I shout down the hallway you guys are assholes though, remember it. They just scream back
2: Fuck you, buddy! <laughs> do they giggle like that too?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, let's take these power cords out to the boat. That was bullshit. They only want three, but let's take six and sell three for ourselves or whatever. I don't give a shit. I'll give six to fucking Greg's. I don't care. I'll tell them happy birthday. How heavy are they? I don't know. I, in my head, I think that they're like 100 pounds. So like heavy-ish, but not like killer. I'll carry one myself. I have a 16 strength. Yeah, that's fine. It's not really a problem for you. All right. If you two are too weak, then you can double up and we'll do this in three trips, but I'm going to grab one by myself.
1: I already picked one up by myself. I already got two into the
0: boat, idiot. All right, let's go. So it's no problem for you guys to carry these back to the boat. Are you doing two trips or are you just doing the one trip? Yeah, we're doing two trips. All right, so you spend the extra time to get uh, the extra power cores and you get them all loaded up in the boat. It's been a little bit of time. You're a little bit worried about your standing in the race. Yeah, we got to catch up. Let's go.
2: And murder. Yeah.
0: Why couldn't anyone cast spells in the hallway? What were the Darrow doing in that room? And does 5108-3605 still have a chance to win this race? Find out next time on Burglar Mystery Tour. It's
1: the Bard Mystery Tour.